0: Hey, welcome to the Daily Reel. Did you like the little intro thing? I'm working on some things. You know, it's a new show. It's a new show. It's a new thing that I'm trying for a while. And so there's going to be some kinks. I'm sorry. You know, we're trying. We're trying. I'm trying real hard. I'm trying real hard to make it like a good, enjoyable experience for those who want to partake in the journey of looking at stuff. Today, we're talking about a bunch of different things. We're talking about Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, singing her heart out at the box office. Um, we're going to talk about how much money it made. There's there's a lot of controversy. Go figure, right? This movie, it just has controversy all around it, even on how to interpret the money that's come in for this movie. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to talk about the MCU a little bit. Saw an interview of uh, John Favreau with Kevin Feige, talking about 15 years after Iron Man. They dropped a little tidbit. That is, it's super interesting about what could have been with Robert Downey Jr. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to look at uh, the Good Burger movie. It's a real thing. We're going to take a look at some of the photos that are coming out about it. At least for a 90s kid like me, that's like, I'm very excited for that. Uh, I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm going to be watching that. And we got some other stuff going on too, Elemental talking about the rotten tomato score. So we we we'll, we'll talk about all these things, but most importantly, guys, most importantly it's about you. If you're watching, I got James here. James is watching and he says, "What's up, Dean? This channel rocks. It's worthy being here." I appreciate you being here, James. You know, it is a new thing, so it'll be a while as we build up the community and everything, but if you like this, The best way that you could show me and to be like, hey, this should be a thing that we should continue and I want to be a part of it is to be here live. So 11 a.m. CST, that's when we're doing this thing and hit the like button, do all the things, hop into the chat, let us know what you think. I would love for as this uh, show grows to be able to have like some real interaction, not just be like, oh, someone said this one thing, but to be able to go back and forth about this stuff. But I know that takes time it takes time to build community but you know what it doesn't take time for it doesn't take us any more time to get to the point right get to the point what's going on with little mermaid oh man the box office for little mermaid it swam can we can we be done with these like i, I read a lot of these articles and watch videos and different things it's what i enjoy about youtube too if you're watching this, you we're probably the same as far as a lot of the content that we watch. But I'm just so tired of these puns. And like I get it. It's a part of like the you know, trying to get people to click and stuff. But Swims to 117. I tried it today with the Sunken Treasure. And I, I, even that I was like, Dean, come on man. <laughs> but Swims to 117.5 million Memorial Day debut uh, and guess happy Memorial Day. That sounds weird. That's, it's, you don't really say happy to those people in the States. But uh, Little Mermaid is swimming laps around the competition at the Memorial Day weekend box office. Disney's live action remake of the iconic animated film is headed for an estimated four-day domestic debut of $117.5 million. The Holiday's fifth biggest opening of all time according to studio projections, the 3-day gross is an estimated 95.4 million on Saturday the film looked to earn north of 120 million over the long holiday weekend, but domestic estimates shifted. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading stuff and I was like, "Oh my goodness, 120 million. That's a ton." And then they it kind of came down a little bit, but not that much. So 117 Point five million dollars domestically. Now that's pretty good, right? Like I think that's probably, if not like on par with what people said, maybe a little bit higher, right, uh, of what it was going to make here in North America. But that's not the end of the story. And like I said, there's something about this movie that no matter how you talk about it, people are going to be mad. Like I'm sure that even like if anyone watches this. There there might be a few people that are like upset about whatever I say about Little Mermaid, because apparently it's become like this lightning rod that uh, of controversy that everyone just has opinions all over the place about it. But, you know, it is what it is. It made a bunch of money here domestically, but not so much internationally. Overseas Little Mermaid. uh, Overseas. (laughs) Oh, great one. Overseas Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Uh, Overseas Little Mermaid started off with a disappointing 68.1 million uh, from 51 markets for a projected global launch of 185.6 million through Monday. Uh, The pick drowned. All right. Hollywood reporter. I think, I think we need to have like an intervention with Hollywood reporter. Like how many puns can you stick in an article? Oh my goodness. The pick drowned in China opening to just 2.5 million box office pundits. Say the social media campaign protesting a black actress being cast as Ariel could be having an impact in Asian markets and elsewhere. Oh no! <laughs> like that's uh, so. The whole controversy around this movie has, of course, been you know that that the star is. I always it's it's not Halle Berry, it's Halle Bailey. Is that is that how it, It's going to be a difficult thing. No matter how famous this lady gets, it's always going to be difficult for me to say her name properly without mm-hmm. thinking of someone else. Uh, but she's black and. I guess that's that's a controversial thing for some people I don't whatever I don't care about all that stuff this isn't one of those shows that's going to be like focused on on race and and politics and all that kind of stuff that's not what I want to talk about but apparently it was enough to make it have an effect on the box office and that's that's where we start paying attention so there was a bunch of negative uh, campaigning about this movie online. And there's controversy about that. Is it bots? Is, where are these bots from? Like all kinds of stuff. But apparently it did have an effect on the box office. And, you know, in a way that's, that's disappointing. 2.5 million. Now, that's that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But let's remember where it's at. All right. We're talking about China. All right. We're talking about a country that actually for a lot of Disney movies, they don't even get to put in China anymore. Now, some do actually most do, but some of them, they don't even get to go to China because of something that Disney has in them. Um, we've seen this a couple times with MCU movies that weren't able to go uh, to China or usually what happens is that they have to change a lot of things about it in order for it to fit in. Uh, to what China is allowing for their people to be able to watch, you know, which allowing your people to watch it's, it's, it's a difficult place probably to live. And uh, so, you know, like one of the things about that is that China actually reduces the number of movies that are able to come out there and they take a bigger percentage. The, the, the movie companies, they don't make as much money when they, they do China. Now, you know, there's a whole bunch of potential because there's so many people, and it is a growing market. Uh, that you know, these companies are of course going to do that, even if they aren't going to get the same percentage as they would, you know, for a theater in China as they would for a theater in Kansas. You know, they're they're still going to take that opportunity because it has potential to be, you know, incredibly lucrative for them. That being said, it's not the same thing as if the movie came out here and bombed to do uh, to 2.5 million, you know, it wasn't estimated for, you know, in a considerable amount more than that. They, they had been paying attention to how it was, how it was looking for them. And also the percentages aren't the same and all of that kind of stuff. So some people are going to look at this and they're going to say, wow, you know, a uh, hundred and you know, what was it? hundred and seventeen million here uh but only 185 million around the world what a failure for disney and i don't think it's a win like i don't i don't think that this is a solid win for disney but those numbers aren't that bad all right those numbers aren't considerably awful or way out of line with what people were thinking and let's let's be honest that's almost 200 million dollars all right, that's a lot of money. So we're not talking about a loss like Shazam Fury of the Gods. Whether you like that movie or not, it was a huge flop at the box office. To the point, to the point, it's streaming somewhere now. Like, it's not just you could buy it digitally. It's, it's actually, it's streaming. Like, you could you could watch it for free in some places. Like, that's that's insane. That's That's a flop. This movie isn't that. Now, is it going to be a huge money maker for them? Time will tell. You know, does the mermaid have legs? <laughs> That's. I'm just waiting for how many times people who talk about box office stuff is going to use that. Uh, like again, I said sunken treasure, so I, I guess I'm not above it. <laughs> but it's just, come on. You know, they're they're gonna wonder. You know, eventually they'll find out whether this thing is actually something that is resonate with uh, resonating with non North American audiences or not. I think next week is going to be a huge indicator for how this movie is actually going to be received by people because Disney has done this before where they've had, you know, critically they've had successes and you know, those successes have even been financial. Like think about, uh, the Cinderella movie, um, with, uh, what's her face? Oh, um, baby driver. I'm forgetting her name. Um, but that, that movie was critically, it was a success. Uh, and also it made money. It was a, it was a win for them. That's why they continued doing these live action remakes of classic Disney movies, or at least, uh, like beloved Disney movies. And, and like you, you could look at that and say like, okay, that's great. But also, who cares about that movie anymore? Have you heard anybody talk about it other than talking about live action remakes from Disney? No, it's not, it's not beloved. You know, people go back to the cartoon for that. That I think is the difference with these movies. And I think that little mermaid, while it may be a success financially, it may be a success, um, you know, as far as money goes, but, Is it going to be a success as far as people loving it and watching it and talking about it? I, I don't think so. You know, all the reviews came in. I didn't see it because even though I have a movie YouTube channel, like I don't got time for that. I don't have time to go and see every single movie. I got kids. It's money. it's like, this is a small movie channel. Okay. I don't have time to go and see everything. So I didn't see this movie and I won't probably until it comes out on Disney plus. But, that being said, from all the reviews, it sounds like this movie is like okay. It's okay, and the critical uh, the critic score I think on Rotten Tomatoes it has like a sixty five percent, so that means it's okay. And is that enough for people to, you know, go out to the box office or go out to the movie theater and and watch this thing? I don't think so. Again, me as a person who loves movies did not feel the need to go and see this movie. Not for me, not for me. Now I think that some of these Disney live-action movies are going to stand up the, to the test of time, like Jungle Book. Jungle Book is a movie I will go back and watch because it's incredible to look at. And really, that's about it. <laughs> like I think that's the big difference um, uh, as far as like the cartoon to that and the story and everything. It's not a better movie. It just looks really cool because it's live action. That's amazing. Uh, now this, people have talked about. You know the 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 fish flounder. You know even though it's Jacob Tremblay who probably has the cutest voice in the world. All right, so like it should work. It just looks like a fish, and the and Sebastian the crab looks like a crab, and it's like okay, that's fine, but that's not all that interesting to look at. And I think that's going to be something that if Disney wants to continue doing this, which I don't really want them to, (laughs) but if they're going to continue doing this, and if this is going to be a financial success, which is the main thing about Disney continuing these things, I think they need to make it look interesting because that's, that's the thing that's going to get people in. It's why Lion King did so well wasn't because it was a better movie than the cartoon it was because you could see the lions and that's interesting and that lion is fake that's all cg are you create, like that's insane i love that that's awesome now the movie itself didn't have as much heart and so that's why no one talks about lion king even though it was a huge success uh financially so that's that's where i'm at with these movies it's just it's okay They can continue doing it and there's going to be box office successes. And maybe, maybe this one is going to flop like a mermaid's tail. All right, I did it. I did it. I made fun of them and then I did it myself. Um, Like maybe it's going to do that. But I'm just thinking that, you know, $200 million almost. That's a, that's a pretty good success. Now that's not where this story ends though okay uh so like you have that that's what everyone's talking about as far as like the box office but if we start looking down a little bit and we start talking about some of these other movies look at what happened with Universal's Fast X okay easily came in number second as it crossed the uh it's hard to read over there I'm gonna bring this closer and read it here uh crossed the 500 million mark at the global box office in its first 12 days of release the pick grossed 28.5 $28.5 million for the four days and $22.9 million for the three, which represented a 66% drop. So, a more significant drop than I was expecting. I love this movie. I'm still planning at some point, you know, tr- doing this Monday through Thursday and trying to figure out some things. I, I like my schedules kind of all over the place. So, I haven't had time to do like a spoiler discussion of Fast X, but I want to because I loved this movie. I thought it was so, so fun. Um, so I'm still planning on doing that. So I was thinking that more people would be talking about it and that it wouldn't drop as much, but 66% while it's not terrible, it is, you know, a pretty average drop for a movie of that size. Um, a 66% drop from its opening weekend. Fast X will finish Monday with an estimated worldwide haul of 507 0.3 0.3 million after earning another 24.3 million internationally for a fantastic foreign total of 399 now this is the bigger story disney and marvel took the number three spot all right mcu is alive and well at least in space <laughs> number three spot with the guardians of the galaxy volume three which is expected to cross the 300 million threshold domestically in his fourth weekend after earning an estimated million for the four days this movie just keeps on going now the opening for guardians of the galaxy volume three wasn't that huge right it wasn't what people like it wasn't a huge success it wasn't a failure by any stretch of the imagination even the people that are like marvel sucks and disney sucks and everything sucks and everything's awful and that's what i put in every single thumbnail like i get it Like those people are going to call it a failure pretty much no matter what. But this, I think, was a win. And it's continuing to win. It's continuing to not have like those steep drop-offs. It's continuing to make more and more money because it's a good movie. It's fun. It's enjoyable. You have a good time at the theater. You want to buy all the things. You want to go again. I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 again this week. Before I see Little Mermaid once, I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy again because it's such a good, fun, enjoyable movie, even if it's kind of dark and somber with its tone. And it's being talked about and people are wanting to go and see it. People that may not have seen some of the other MCU movies lately are going back to the theater to watch this thing because it's good. Its quality is top-notch. And so people are respecting that and coming out and supporting it. And that that's really, I think, like the main takeaway from from this box office is if it's a good movie, it's going to do well and it's going to continue to do well. So even though there's stuff going on and, you know, again, Little Mermaid, very controversial for at least some people, um, you know, it seems to be a decent remake of of the cartoon. And so people are coming to support that. Now, will they continue? Maybe not. We'll find out. Uh, Fast X I think is a really fun movie. It is kind of flawed in some places that I'll talk about in the spoiler discussion when I get around to it. Um, But you know, it's a, it's a fun movie and so it's still continuing to perform. Not as great as I would have expected, but you know, it does have huge competition. Think about that. Fast X coming out between guardians of the galaxy volume three and little mermaid. It's hard. It's hard when you came off of such a bad movie with, uh, um, fast and furious nine. What do they call it? Fast nine. Is it fast nine or is it furious nine? They keep on going back and forth between those two. Anyways, that's what I think about it. Um, James is saying uh, that let's see. Anyways, I never thought the little mermaid would go uh, would go so bad. Do you think it may be considered a new Disney flop? I don't think so yet. We'll see. We'll see if it has you know, legs at the box office that is going to continue what that decline is going to be for that second week. Is it going to be over? I think if it's over like 68, like you're, you're going to look at a flop, like as far, like it costs a lot of money for this movie right now. I think it's fine. And if it continues to be, you know, supported at the box office, the people think it's a good movie and they go back, they take their kids, all that kind of stuff. I think it can continue to be a success for them. But uh, the story is far from written on this one. Now, uh, let's let's hop over and let's talk about something else. All right. Let's talk about Robert Downey Jr. All right. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, was talked about in uh, a discussion that Kevin Feige and John Favreau had about the 15th year anniversary for Iron Man. And uh, let's let's just uh, take a look. Let's hop over here and see what they were talking about. We'd all met with him already for like Doctor Doom or something on another project. I think on oh, on on on. I think he had come through on a pre like maybe right. Fantastic Four. Right. So everybody sort of knew who he was, and I I remember sitting down with the guy, and I was like, "Geez, he just got it in it. He's got that spark in him." Yeah. So let's let's just listen to that first part Ooh. oh no there's so many things let's listen to that first part again and i remember you had all met with him already for like dr doom or something on another project i That's think on, on 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 i think he look had come through on a pre like maybe right. fantastic four right <laughs> i don't think that john favreau was supposed to say that <laughs> like you look at his face and he's like um, uh, I don't want to call you a liar and I don't want to confirm things. He's like, Oh yeah, maybe like that's, that's the kind of face that he's trying to make. He knows, he knows he was an executive producer for the fantastic four movies before the MCU got started. But that, that just, uh, uh, let me think about that was one of the biggest actors in the world attached to my movie for, you know, for a minute. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Kevin, trying to be all sneaky, trying to keep the secrets. Now, this was talked about uh, for, oh, um, it was talked about back in the day. It was like, I don't even remember what year it was. There was a book that came out talking about the history of the MCU. And at that point, it was talked about then that Robert Downey Jr. was up for Doom in the Fantastic Four movies, and then he just didn't do it, and uh, I think he, I think he just passed on it. I think that's what happened. But um, how cool would that have been? <laughs> like that—that's what my mind goes to. Is just like that'd be rad. That would be rad, and I would have really enjoyed that. Now, uh, what is it? Justin Theroux, uh, who played uh, Doom in those Fantastic Four movies. I don't I don't think those Fantastic Four movies are that bad. All right. I, I kinda liked them. I uh, I watched uh Rise of the Silver Surfer again uh for the first time in years, uh just like two weeks ago. And I gotta say, I, I still enjoyed it. It was fun. I remember these movies came out around my birthday, and I remember being so excited. I'm a big Fantastic Four fan. I could I could literally pull something out of the hat, you know. Like I I <laughs> I like the Fantastic Four. Now, Robert Downey Jr. as as Victor Von Doom would have been great. It would have been a great casting choice. And it's a little disappointing that it didn't work out. Now, of course, it's better that he was Iron Man. He was born to play Iron Man. He was born to play Tony Stark. But when I saw that, that was the first time. No one's confirmed that. It was written in a book, and I'm sure that whoever wrote that had sources that were like, yes, and I'm sure, you know, you don't publish something like that without having like a lot of sources on that. But no one said anything, and we finally got it from John Favreau just kind of dropping it, and then like Kevin Feige being like, uh <laughs> But how cool what what do you think? Would he have been better? That's a question for you guys. Would he have been better? uh i think it was Justin Thoreau i should have looked that up before um but um the actor who did play von doom um in uh in the fantastic four movies would he have been better or do you think like uh he would he would have given it a different energy and wouldn't have been the same cuz i i think that Thoreau actually did a decent job like he he was pretty good you know it's like the more intimidating Uh, I actually liked him quite a bit better in Rise of the Silver Surfer than in the first one. Uh, Less of like the love interest with Sue Storm and all of that. But those movies are a mess. They're a mess. They're kind of a fun mess. But it would have been really cool. See, like, look at that. That's cool. Robert Downey Jr. as Victor Von Doom. I think it could have worked, but maybe I'm wrong. Now, let's talk about something else. As I'm trying to get buttons to work. All right. Let's talk about. (sighs) Elemental. Now. I got into some trouble. Not some trouble. But I had some pushback on. I did a video about the box office. Or not the box office. uh, Summer blockbusters that I wasn't looking forward to. Some that I was. Like I did a video about that. And then some that I wasn't. And this was in the wasn't. Because I still hold that this trailer for elemental is the worst trailer to come out in a decade. Okay. This trailer is awful. Like the main trailer that dropped like a month ago. Um, I've watched it almost every day because before my bed, uh, my kids go to bed, we watch some trailers and, uh, one of my kids is just obsessed with Pixar, just got him the up Lego house and he, he loves it he's he's over the moon about it um but he he wants to watch the elemental trailer almost every single night and uh every single night i'm just watching this thing and just how can people like this 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 isn't good like this is just this is just really bad um i think it's like in your face with the messaging anyways apparently i am not alone okay apparently there are other people who think just like me, and maybe I was right about Elemental, because look at the Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, I was even, its it was off. It's not fifty-seven; it's fifty-six now, fifty-six percent now. Same thing as uh, when we were talking about um, what was the what was the movie last week? There was all this buzz about oh, this movie sucks, Indiana Jones. Uh and the dial of destiny, people are freaking out that oh, this is terrible, and I only had like 20 reviews in. This is less than that. So, like take it, take it with a grain of salt. You know, we got nine reviews, so that's not a whole ton. But I think that the reviews that are like actually saying that it's fresh are actually worse than the Indiana Jones ones. All right. Um, like if we go down, let's take a look at some of these reviews. Okay, um, let me see if I can move that a little bit. We'll just look at the ones on the left side so I don't have to do that for you. Um, but you got you got things like this. This is from the RogerEbert.com guy. Uh, Replete with computer-generated inhabitants and generic modernist structures. Its milieu feels more like concept art to be further detailed in some point in the animation process than a fully thought-through Lived in environment, um, you know. Like, let's get some positive though. Let's get some positive. This is from Ed Putten. I f- uh, flawed, but big-hearted tale of forbidden love. So even in the positive, <laughs> like there's, it's it's flawed. Uh, and you know, let's look at the Hollywood Reporter, Mincer. Um, um, the elements all fit perfectly into place, so much so that the creative flames are doused. And we're left without much of an impression. Notice again the pun. I don't know what it is about movie, journalism, but we got we to gotta stop with all these puns. We can't do it every single time. Um, and then James uh, Mottram says, It's true that after all that lovely world building, the film flags in the middle section. Um, I'm guessing slags. Uh, but there are moments of true beauty in Elemental that will appeal to incurable romantics everywhere. So, like, my point is if you were to go, and you could look this up yourself too, if you go and you read through these, like, yes, there's only nine, but the the ones who are positive are also negative about the movie. They're like, this is far from good. Like, if you look at even some of the reviews that are positive, you can go three out of five, okay? Uh, three out of five. There's one. There's one. There's uh, the guy from Next Best Picture, He says Elemental will warm your heart and move you to tears with a rating of eight out of ten. All right. But that's the outlier. The rest of them are if if they're positive about it, they're uh they're saying, like, there's a lot of negativity uh or a lot of negative aspects within this film. So I'm thinking this movie is just not good like uh again like that was that was already my bias going in because i watched the trailers every freaking day every day i have to watch this trailer and every time i'm like oh my goodness like oh marco polo (laughs) that's that's so funny and then like the (laughs) why does anyone tell you how to live it's like it's a kid and a parent like parents there to keep them alive like i don't know i don't know what pixar is trying to do here but i just i just it's in your face about you know oh you know we have different races together and we can live in harmony okay we get it. It, it it might be it might be different when i actually see the movie and i will be seeing the movie i'll see it in theaters because again my kids but this movie to me just doesn't look good the rotten tomatoes score is looking like it's gonna dip Okay, Uh, if there's if there's people in the positives already talking about how negative they are about this movie, but there's enough redeeming aspects for them to be positive about it as a whole. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, yeah, there's going to that score is going to dip quite a bit. But what do you think? What do you think about Elemental uh, getting, you know, again, just nine reviews, but it seems pretty negative. And is that alarming to you? Are you concerned about Pixar at this point? Uh, You know, obviously they have a track record of having amazing, amazing movies. But lately it does seem like there's been a little bit of a slip. And uh, this movie looks like it might be a big one. Let me know what you think down in the comments section. I would love to hear your opinions. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I got a few people hopping in to the chat here. Oh, that's cool. Uh, James says, I'm really scared also to, uh, to the next Disney elemental. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I think that all of us have reason to be a little like, uh, I don't know if they're going to have, they're going to have a good one here. Brit 89. Hey Brit, uh, planning to go see the little mermaid tomorrow. Have fun. Like if you like it, enjoy it. If you want to go see it, go see it. But, I'm just skipping it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael, S. say, hey man, uh, fast X's biggest problem is it's insane. 340 million budget. <sighs> That's so true. <laughs> uh, that budget is ballooned like crazy. And so, yeah, like this movie, as I was hoping that there'd be more buzz about how fun it is and that the decline wouldn't be as severe. 60 what was it 66 percent that's pretty that's pretty normal so this movie is not going to make money but hopefully it builds up enough anticipation for the next movie uh and goodwill uh for universal with this franchise that you know maybe the next one will be a big success it might be an investment that's how i'm gonna put it because i don't want it to be a flop (laughs) i just don't want it to be uh, Michael also says, Elemental is likely going to be the biggest flop this year. Uh, I haven't looked at how much money it, made, uh, it took to make this movie, but I mean, it might be. Like, I haven't heard anyone else talk about it except for my 8-year-old. My 8-year-old is obsessed with this movie. I haven't seen a whole lot, not even posters when I go to the movie theater. It might be. Uh, and then Michael also said, Uh, 200 million budget and parents just need to wait a bit and it will be on Disney plus. You know what, Michael, that you bring up a great point. You know, some of these movies we're we're figuring out what we're doing with, you know, streaming and how we're going to wait. Now there was an article that I thought about doing, uh, talking about why Disney is sharing, um, avatar, the way of water with HBO max or max. Sorry. HBO Max, Max. Um, But like, like I think companies are beginning to get that. They need to wait a little bit before putting it on streaming, unless it's Shazam Fury of the Gods, apparently. (laughs) But like, I think the vast majority are just waiting, um, you know, put it out on digital so people buy it. And then later on, put it on Disney Plus and make it like a big event or whatever streaming platform uh, we're talking about for these different companies. Two hundred million. I just, I just don't see where it makes a like because then you gotta half that again, or or, uh, say that you know all the different advertising and all that stuff. That's probably another hundred million. So we're talking about three hundred million for this budget for this movie. Is it going to make that? Uh, I doubt it because, like, if we're talking about like the ethnicity of Little Mermaid and that being a problem for some markets around the world. I'm pretty sure that like the, the message of this movie is not going to be received the way that it should be all around the world. And uh, so I'm expecting that the international box office for this movie is not going to be good. And so if that's going to happen and it's not tracking well here and the score is bad, Like, and you got the mixed in part of like the last couple Pixar movies have come out on Disney plus. Um, You might have like a real disaster here. You know, Michael, Michael might be right. Uh, Elemental is likely going to be the biggest flop this year. I'm not sure, but it might be. Uh, And I definitely think that it is set toward disaster unless something drastic happens. Like there's, something that goes on is just like, Hey, this is amazing. You know, I, I, I mm. you might have a good point there. You know, let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about one of my favorite things. All right. <laughs> I was in, I was born in the nineties. Okay. Like, or, uh, 89. And so I grew up in the nineties and of course one of my favorite movies. Oh wait, not that one. Not that one. Definitely not that one. But Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, all right? Good Burger 2 is happening. And I got to admit, like when I first heard that, I think it was they announced it uh, on Jimmy Fallon uh, that they were going to do this movie because they did a skit on on Jimmy Fallon like, uh, like a couple years ago. And, you know, went all over the Internet and probably some people at Nickelodeon were just like, you know, let's we're going to make the sequel, going to make so much money. Usually I I am like, how dare you, you know, try to cash in on this nostalgia with an obviously flawed plot. Um, This movie, I just don't care. (laughs) I want to see it. (laughs) So let's take a look. Uh, Apparently it is happening. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. This movie is actually happening. It's not just a skit. It's not just, you know, some some joke or, you know, like, oh, it'll happen. And then it just doesn't happen. It really is happening because we have set photos, y'all. Look at that. Good burger. It's back. Look at that building looking crisp. All right. Um, so we got all oh, the websites being weird. Okay. Uh, But look, look at these pictures. All right. Here's something. All right. We got some graffiti. We got some graffiti. Ed sauce being talked about. Uh, We look at, look at all this stuff. What is over here? We got chunks. Okay. But we got, we got stuff. It's a real movie. It's a real set. Good chili, good fries. Everything is just good. I love that, and uh, I, you know, that's, I think that actually companies could actually take a hint from that. You know, it's like, not world's best fries, it's good fries. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a good burger. It's a good burger. It's not, it's not the best burger, but it's a good burger, and it's, it's available. Uh, but, look at there. Try our famous Ed's sauce. Oh, man. If you are my age and you were just at that age to be like i wasn't bored because i was too young to watch this movie and just get bored with like anything that's not a cartoon but also i was young enough to think that these guys were so cool and so funny uh, that like at, at least the time when i saw it i just i just thought it was like really really funny so i'm excited for for this movie i think that it's going to be maybe it may, it might be garbage y'all, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it so much. (laughs) I don't even care. Home of the good burger. Welcome to good burger. Home of the good burger. Can I take your order? Come on. Look at these guys. They're back together. I can't wait to see them on screen. Okay. This is just me kind of rambling for a couple minutes. Just saying I'm excited for this movie and it's a real thing. It's a real movie. They have a real set. It's really happening. We got. Ed's sauce. I want to see where they're at. You know, like it does look a little worn down, but you know, like it's world famous, that sauce. So, like, how's Ed doing? How's Ed doing running this thing? I want to see all that. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. But let me know what you think. Are you looking forward to this movie, or do you just like this is one of those TV, almost like Hallmark level movie things that I just don't care? Maybe you're older, younger. And you don't have any nostalgia for it. And you're just wondering, why is this a thing? I'm why (laughs) I am why this is a thing because I'm looking forward to it and I'm going to watch it. And I don't know what I have to buy. Like, where's it going to stream? Where's where, where, when is it going to come out? I don't know, but they could take my money right now because I'm going to see this thing, but let me know what you think down in the comment section. Uh, let's see. we got a couple more people hopping in the chat before we end the show. Uh, Lael says, uh, Hey Dean, uh, for me, the elemental movie doesn't even look like it's from Pixar. That's how I feel about it. I just look at it and I go like, I think it looks bad. And even I know like some of the, like the positive stuff is like, Oh, it's, it's interesting to look at. Um, I don't know. It just looks bad. The voice acting sounds awful. Like there's that moment where like the water guy, water guy, uh, he like gets stuck in the pipe and he's all like ripped. He's like, Oh, I'm like it, it, um, you know, messed me all up or whatever. And like whoever plays like the fire girl in this thing, just like, Oh, it's what that's, that's how much money did you get paid for that? Oh, it's like, (laughs) I don't know. I I just it just sounded like people talking. Like it didn't sound like people acting except for a few moments like um water guy's dad and and uh fire girl like I don't know these characters names, okay? Uh which is also a problem. I've seen this trailer a bunch. Like again, a bunch and I still don't know these characters names, but the fire girl's uh dad like you could hear them and you know like I've heard those voices before. But then there's it, it, you know, <laughs> why does anyone tell you how, like, why does anyone tell you how you can live or whatever that line was? And oh my goodness, it's just, it just sounds bad. Maybe it's just a bad script. I don't know, but also it doesn't look that interesting. It's just like, oh, he ran through the water and made a rainbow. I don't know why it's that majestic, but that's just me. Uh, Michael S., it will be interesting to see. Pixar has released five movies since COVID. And none have done great box office-wise, if released at all. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think that has something to do with the quality. I think that the quality has slipped. I think Soul was fantastic, and I think that one is probably related to the pandemic and coming out during the pandemic. And, you know, it didn't even get released. So, like, but some of these other ones, I think Onward was good soul was good and some of these more recent ones i'm just mm, i don't think so That it's not to the same quality for me and again movies are subjective so maybe you thought they were great and you're just like this guy's out to lunch you know whatever that's fine that's fine you know what i'm gonna get some lunch i'm gonna get some lunch here and uh that's the end of the show I'm gonna go grab lunch <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for watching let me know what you think about all this stuff down in the comments section. Hey, if you like this thing, if you like the idea of a daily Monday through Thursday at least uh, movie news show that's live and we can interact, come and hang out. 11 a.m. tomorrow. Hit the like button. Think about subscribing to the channel. Check out some of my other videos here on uh, on the channel, and I will see you tomorrow where we're not going to talk about Elemental. Maybe we will. I hope not.